everyone. This is Siren Ray, and you're listening to this freaking show. What's up, everybody? I am Travis, and welcome to another episode of This Freaking Show, the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. We, uh, we're sitting down uh, tonight with Siren Ray, a um, another Midwestern, mid, Midway, mid, no, Midwestern, yeah, fucking like Midwestern cosplayer. Um, my first time talking with her, I'm really excited for you guys to listen to what uh, she has going on. What she, uh, how she got started uh, in the cosplay, and also some of the costumes that she put together. Um, if you guys didn't have an opportunity to, this is the cosplaying series. Uh, hopefully, a uh, set of four different episodes that went into this, starting with Night Mage, who was on the show last week. So if you had an opportunity to go listen to that, make sure you go ahead and do that because it was a lot of fun seeing I'll talk with him again. He was on the show uh, at the beginning of season three, so it was awesome to catch up with him, as well as the awesome uh, fourth annual Super Mage Christmas charity that him and Super Casey uh, do as they do for the last four years. But before we dive into the uh, interview with Siren Ray, of course I have to mention to you guys that this show would not be possible without the amazing... Sponsors we have, such as the Firepit Bar and Grill of Piotone, Illinois. This is the down-home country restaurant that can offer you a burger and a beer for just $7.99 every Monday and Wednesday. Same place that gets you wings for $0.75 cents a piece on Tuesdays. And also free bingo where you can go with your friends to enjoy a time on Thursday nights where you can win free prizes, money, gift cards, stuff like that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I've done it. It's it's a joy. It's, it's something to get you out of the house and go do, so make sure you check that out when you can. You can find them at Facebook at Fire Pit Bar and Grill or uh, the website firepitbar.com. Um, yeah, not, not a whole lot going on with me. Uh, there's not really much to catch up on. We are um, a couple weeks out from Christmas, which I'm really excited about because it's one of the best holidays uh, of the year where you get a chance to spend time with friends and family and everything. It's like Thanksgiving, but it seems like you get free shit too, which is pretty fucking cool. So... Um, yeah, I don't have a lot going on. I don't have a lot to really talk about and catch up with. I do have a freaking thinking at the end of the show that I always do, so we'll catch up at that point. But for now, why don't we go ahead and dive in to my interview with Siren Ray. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and we are sitting here with Siren Ray, uh, an awesome cosplayer who I um, am so honored to be able to have on this show. Uh, Ray, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. That's a very nice intro. Thank you for that. Absolutely. I, it, you know, it's, it's one of the things, and I've said it, um, talking to so many other, uh, co- well, not so many other cosplayers, the other two cosplayers I've had on the show, <laughs> it's, it's one of the things, like, it's, it's a world that I've never really known about up until, like, 2015 when I started podcasting, and then going to, like, my first uh, convention uh, in Chicago, C2E2, that um, I've had, like, like it's, it's really, like, a privilege to have the opportunity to meet, like, all these amazing people and everything, so it's really cool that I get to sit down personally and talk with you one-on-one kind of about, you know, the things that you do. 
that's that's awesome. I've been a little more immersed in the world a bit longer, but uh, yeah, cosplay's really taken the whole world by storm, and I I truly appreciate doing these things. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much for having me on. Absolutely. Well, as I mentioned, um, you, your name's Simon Ray. You're, you're a cosplayer. Uh, yeah. Do you kind of want to give an idea of uh, everyone, like kind of like how you got started in, into doing cosplaying? It was a very slow progression into this. So I've been making my own costumes since I was a little kid, just making Halloween costumes or, you know, when you're in those little school plays, things like that. And I would always dress up after I saw uh, characters on TV. My mom and my grandma were performers, so I'd wear their costumes. And uh, slowly but surely, I just figured out that cosplay was an avenue to do all this stuff. And um, in 2010, I want to say, one of the local conventions was encouraging people to dress up in costume, which was a little earlier on the side of cosplay because there were still the majority of people that, you know, that's that's for the super geeks and you make fun of those people. So (laughs) I was a little nervous, but I still did it. So 2010. Oh, wow. So do you, do you remember what your first costume was and why you decided to uh, choose that one? Uh, my first costume was Poison Ivy. And mm-hmm. I am attracted to uh, doing femme fatales and just women who are incredibly smart and, you know, dangerous and sexy and humorous. You know, everything that I'm not. Uh, I'm like this... <laughs> lump of mashed potatoes and sweatpants usually so uh i picked poison ivy because i've just always been uh attracted to her as a character she's a very fun character for me so that was it i spent 80 bucks on a leotard and i sewed uh 300 leaves to it and wow yeah it was it was for a Halloween party initially, and I ended up wearing it to a convention later on. Okay. Now, I know, um, like, when, when I was talking to Night Mage, and uh, I, I think uh, Lil Super Casey, too, they always mention, like, when they create a uh, costume, it usually ends up being a costume that's worn, like, once to either a convention or uh, an event that they're doing. Now, do you find yourself that when you create these costumes that you create, um, is it like a one-time thing? Like you wear it once to one, one like event, one um, convention, and then you no longer wear it again? Or do you find yourself like repeating like costumes and stuff like that, depending on what you're uh, looking to do? That is probably more complicated of a question than you intended. So I'm going to be a little long-winded here. <laughs> uh, I, whenever I come up with a character, I kind of decide in my head how much love I have for it and how much dedication I put into the costume. Mm-hmm. The more dedication I put into it, the more time, the more hours, the more sturdy I build it. So the longer I want to wear it. But I get asked to do a lot of group stuff. I like to put on a lot of group stuff. And usually those costumes are one and dones. Um, I also get uh, ideas for like uh, funny or pun related costumes, and those are usually one and done. So uh, there's a lot in my closet that is just specifically one event, and a lot that uh, I I think I'm gonna wear again, and 
You know, I never know, so I don't want to get rid of anything. I got you. I got you. So if if you had if you had to ask me now, now you say you've been doing it. You're, it's looking like eight years now. You've been part of uh, the cosplaying community and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you had to guess how many costumes you have, what would that number be? Oh boy. <laughs> Currently in my closet has got to be at least fifty. Okay. Um and. In the first few years, I only made one a year, and since 2014, I've been slowly making more and more. And uh, that year, just or that number seems to double every year. So last year, I made 16. This year, I've made uh, 30 so far. Oh wow! Okay. So on on average, I know you mentioned that like sometimes your uh, costumes do take a little bit. Um of uh work that goes into them like how long do how long does it take you to actually put together a costume like on the average side so the last costume i did that was really intricate and specific and you know waking up at five in the morning to put it together staying up till one in the morning that kind of thing um was mad moxie from borderlands and it took me about 150 dollars worth of supplies and 45 man hours, I think, is the last time I tracked. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I, I I, love that about cosplay and everything because, I mean, you guys put so much work into your costumes. And it it's almost like, like you guys, like, would rather be perfect than just thrown together. And I think that's really cool. Like, I know I've been to these conventions. You can kind of see, like, where... People do take pride in their work, and they are guys who just kind of want to throw something together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's pretty cool how, like, you know, you know, I, I guess, um, I because I, like I, I follow you, uh, Super Casey Nightmate, on my Sophie and everything on Facebook, and uh, I believe Instagram. I'm not really a lot on Instagram a lot, but I think I do follow you guys on Instagram too. And I see like all these, you know, these different like costumes and characters and everything you guys are portraying, and the quality and um, time that goes into it's absolutely amazing. It's so cool. Like I think. Like, the last time I ever put so much work into, like, a costume or something like that is I threw a jean jacket and a cowboy hat on and been Toby Keith for, uh, <laughs> like, Halloween one year. That's and the fantastic. Fall- right. And then the following year, I just took the cowboy hat and threw a cowboy hat off, threw a beanie cap on, and I was Zach Brown. So, I mean, like, that's that's what I put into a costume. And I just yeah. feel like, you know, it's just, like, it's so, like, lackluster when I do it. But to see, like, the work you guys put in is absolutely amazing. It's like I mean, it, it. I mean, you you guys like really, really go out there and do your work, and that's really cool to do. Well, thank you very much. You know, I there are some characters where I'll go all out, and others that I won't. Uh, somebody asked me to do Jessica Jones, and it was actually uh, with Night Mage. He didn't put the group together, but he was the Luke Cage to my Jessica Jones. I'm not going to make a leather jacket and, you know, make a pair of denim jeans when I can buy them for a lot cheaper. So that one was more thrown together. It was more of a closet cosplay. Um, I do say that, like, I go all out for my wigs. I just noticed that the the more money I spend in them, the higher quality I get, the happier I am with the photos afterwards. So that is one thing. It doesn't matter if it's a cheap cosplay. That that wig probably cost me at least 60 bucks. Yeah. 
I, I can definitely tell. I mean, like, it looks like there's a lot of money that goes into the cosplays you guys are doing. There is. I I definitely put a lot into what I do. Um, most of my monthly disposable income is allocated to costumes. Okay. Now, um, I, and as you mentioned, you, you've done a lot of group working, uh, mm-hmm. especially working with Night Mage and everything. Um, do you find that you have more fun doing it as a group or just kind of doing your own individual cosplay and just having to meet, meet up with the people that you, um, that you kind of like do this with? Groups are a lot of fun. I actually started in the professional scene as part of a duo uh, with another woman, and she and I, like, I love coordinating with other people. It's it's a lot of fun. You get to, the group effect for cosplays and photos is so overwhelming. It's so magnanimous. It, it immediately gives this whole look of, effort that put into this so i love doing that and i've made a lot of friends through group costumes but i will say there there's benefits to doing it solo that uh outweigh group stuff most of the time so i'll always be a part of a group but i love doing my own thing just as it comes into my head I got you so do you uh is there anything that like kind of like inspires you to do your costumes like if um, let's say like a, a movie's coming out and like there's a character in that movie that like you really like draw to you start doing that cosplay at that time or is it like you know just one day you kind of wake up and like you know what? I kind of want to be so-and-so from this game or this movie and so like that even though it hasn't like had any like relevance in um, pop culture and so on but it's something that like kind of just you know comes comes to mind and you gotta want to put together. It's a little bit of both, to be honest. When I saw the trailer for Thor Ragnarok, I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to do Hela. So that that is kind of uh, how I ended up with her. So I definitely get the big new design coming out, jump on the bandwagon mentality, because I just, okay. I want to do that stuff too. Um, but I have the weird burden of coming up with ridiculous costume ideas like in the middle of nowhere and I I just have to get them out of my system. So um, yeah, there's a lot that pops into my head that's ridiculous and random and nobody or maybe one person will understand it. Okay. Okay. Um, so when it comes to your cosplay and everything and the costumes you create, do you focus more on having like that female role cosplay or do you uh, participate in, uh, I think uh, super case you refer to as like gender bending where you are, um, where you dress up as like a male character from a movie or something like that. I've done a little bit of gender bending. Um, I, I like to take some male characters and you know, what if they were a female, uh, to them, I did that with Negan from The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. and I've gender bent uh, a couple anime characters before. But mostly, I like feminine designs. I like uh, feminine characters, and if you take the whole scope of pop culture, there's a lot of male characters, and there's a little less female characters. So I like cosplaying the female ones for sure. Okay, okay, and um, I was looking um, I was looking through your uh, Patreon the other day, you know, kind of just like oh, you know, thanks. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. What the, the biggest thing is, like, especially when I do these interviews, I want to try to know a little bit about the person. I don't want to know too much because I don't want to give away like surprises and stuff. Because I like to kind of learn about the people as you know, you you get to talk to them, get to know them and stuff like that. Um, but I just kind of want to get like a little bit about you, um, just so I knew the kind of person I was talking to. And when I was watching the uh, video on your Patreon link, it said that uh, you um, you're really into like pinup uh, modeling and stuff like that. So, um, yes. what what really got you into doing that? So, I am not the um, super stick thin kind of body type that uh, a lot of cosplay kind of leans towards, and a lot mm-hmm. of internet modeling leads towards. So, um, I don't get the same kind of sponsorships that other women do where it's like uh, clothing sponsorships or bikini sponsorships. I end up getting like corset sponsorships and corsets are very pinup. I, I love smiling and cheesing in photos. I love doing sexy, but not nude. And uh, the, the whole 1940s look, uh, the bombshell look just really appeals to me as a whole. Oh yeah, I guess you. And I did notice um, that uh, you did have a Kickstarter going for your calendar, and uh, I'm sorry that, that 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 didn't uh, get funded because I was actually really excited for that to go through for you. <laughs> I appreciate that, but you know, I, I I still have a ton of content because of mm-hmm. that. I have 14 new costumes in my repertoire, and all but two of them made it through the photo shoots, which is pretty spectacular in itself. Mm. So maybe next year I'll try again with something else or I can always reuse this stuff, but I appreciate that. And you know, it kind of just happens to the best of us. Yeah. Well, I definitely hope you do try again and everything, because I think it was a great idea to do something like that, especially, um, you know, I just for, for a person that has much passion as you and has the ability to, you know, put together a calendar or something like that. Because I know there's a lot of people who, you know, they do patrons and you know and stuff like that, and you know they just have like you know like a photo or something like that from a from like a, a like a, I guess from a picture thing. What the, I can't even think of the word now. Um, uh, I don't know. Like when someone takes your picture, what's that called? Oh, a selfie. Yeah, a con photo or something. Just a show to a show uh, shoot or whatever it's called. Yeah. But this, I mean, this is like actually something that you could use like in your daily life. It's not just a photo that's there, but it's actually like an entire like an entire calendar and stuff. Yeah. So hopefully, you do decide to do that again because I, I I think that'd be something great to do. And I also noticed that you're doing a uh, twelve days of Siren Ray giveaway. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Oh sure. So. Uh... I try to do a giveaway every once in a while and you know it's it's a way to give back to all my fans for their constant support it's from a selfish aspect it's a way to unload old prints so I can get <laughs> new stuff in and it's just a way for me to connect a bit more I I love doing giveaways I love reaching out to people so um, all this month 12 different days 12 giveaways each day is going to be themed we just did the first one and I guess by the time this episode is released we'll have three of them done oh, that's really cool so um yeah I mean I I mean I obviously like you know if, uh, if people um our fan of yours on Facebook and the links right there. You just got to uh, like the, uh, like the original post and share it and it enters them in the contest. Correct. Correct. Perfect. 
See, I, I, I like to do my research a little so I don't seem completely dumb through the whole thing. I appreciate uh, doing research. It's always nice. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, like I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours uh, as well as you know the other cosplayers and stuff like that. Okay. So you know, I, I mean, like most of my uh, most of my feed on Facebook, I mean, like it's like guests and stuff from the show. Uh, like I said, uh, you, Sophie, Casey, Mage, uh, a couple country singers, uh, comic book creators, and stuff like that. So it's nice That's to kind awesome. of see like. Yeah, absolutely, and it's nice to see, like, you know, even, like, you know, the, the the new guests such as yourself who are coming on, especially guests who I may have not talked to in a while who may have been, like, season two, to see that they keep on moving, which is really, really cool. Um, So you uh, you live in the Midwest, uh, just like Thank me, you. which is pretty cool. Um, So when you travel and stuff for the conventions and stuff, do you have, like, a limit on how far you, you travel, or are you, like, a coast-to-coast cosplaying convention-type person, or how do you really determine what conventions you uh, visit and what conventions you don't? Oh, so convention guesting is always different from con to con. And I have my own personal limit to what I can put out of pocket. That is just, you know, before it becomes unreasonable. Mm -hmm. And uh, usually if it's within an eight-hour drive, I choose to drive instead of fly. And then... Um, I, I have flown to conventions before, but, uh, a con can only offer so much to only so many people. Those guest spots are very limited and, uh, what they can offer those guests is limited. So I try to make myself appealing and available and, but at the same time, I try to, you know, respect myself and not bend over backwards for without uh, being treated respectfully, I guess. You know, yeah. I don't want myself to get taken for granted or worked to the bone or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So when you when you go to these uh, conventions now, especially, you know, being, you know, a cosplayer and everything, do you go to these conventions and you're pretty much like setting up a table and working the entire time? Or do you go as just like, you know... Um, a visitor who just goes to like you know just hang out and catch like you know what's going on and everything or is that kind of like in the past now and every time you're at a convention there's always a table and a booth promoting your stuff and such like that yep that's pretty much it i haven't attended a convention for fun in a really long time i mean i went to WonderCon this last year but i still i did a few photo shoots and made connections so that uh I, I was still working, even though it was supposed to be my vacation. <laughs> but uh, at most conventions, yeah, I have a table set up. I do anywhere from uh, two to three panels a day. And okay. panels really help because it offers the con, uh, you know, just subject uh, with programming. Programming is the word. It, it offers them content, but it also mm-hmm. gets my face in front of people who may not stop by at my table later. So uh, I, I get exposure to different people that way. But yeah, for the most part, uh, sometimes I'm asked to do uh, specific things like hosting uh, costume contests as well as appearing at uh, promotional work like uh, Wizard World will have you do... Uh, news spots in the morning on Saturday mornings you'll appear on the news with them to promote the convention or uh, some cons have after parties 
that they mm-hmm. like you to appear at. So uh, pretty much as soon as I get to town and I get set up, it's it's a job. And I'm, I try to work really hard. I usually don't eat very much those few days because I'm at my table and I, I don't want to miss people. I got you. I got you. So do you, uh, do you remember what your very first convention was that you visited? I mean, not so much like as, um, as, um, a booth, uh, cosplayer, but like just as like, you know, a, just a visitor or a fan of, uh, the conventions and stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, Kansas City has a wonderful convention called Planet Comic Con. This mm-hmm. 2019 will be the 20th year. And oh, wow. I've been going to that con uh, since 1999 when it first started. I was I was a wee little lass, but I, <laughs> I've been going since uh, the first one. I just, I found it in a newspaper. A newspaper is uh, information printed on paper that people used to get on their doorstep. And I found it in that and I have loved it ever since. And the con has grown. When I first started, it was in a one room uh, rented out in a large trading center. And now it takes up the largest convention center in Kansas City. So it's wow. impressive how much it's grown in 20 years. So as far as uh, 2018, since obviously we're here at the end of it, um, did you find yourself traveling a lot this year? or More towards the beginning of the year in the middle. I did five uh, traveling conventions this year, and I did uh, six hometown ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the most I've ever done. The most I've done in a year was 17. This year was only 11. Okay. Okay. Do you ever, uh, do you ever, um, visit C2E2 up in Chicago or have any plans on doing so in the future? I visited C2E2 in 2014 specifically to meet Stan Lee and he did not disappoint. He was such a charming man. (laughs) I did not cosplay while I was up there. I made a little... Uh, retro like rockabilly dresses just so I could hang out Um, but yeah I would love to go back to C2E2 I don't know if I'm going to get the chance in 2019 since it's a week after Planet Comic Con but 2020 is looking really good yeah, no, I, and I get that it's hard to travel. I mean, like, I, I mean, Chicago's like 45 minutes from me, and I've been to C2E2 once in three years. So, mm. so you, you've been as much as I have, and I live in the state. So. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, yeah, I, I do plan on going, um, this, uh, to C2E2 in 2019. Uh, I think I already planned with, um, another podcaster to meet up with him and actually meet up with Night Mage because he said he's going to be there. So, I'm really excited to uh, do that. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if like he's like excited to meet me. So you know, because of who I am, or if he like wants to tackle me because for some reason he's really upset about the uh, about my views on um, the Princess Bride. Oh no! Yeah, are you a fan of the Princess Bride? Uh, yeah, I'm breathing, aren't I? Oh yeah, I guess. Okay. Oh. Do you not like it? No, I hate it. Oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I'm not going to fault you for that. Everybody's allowed to like and dislike stuff. Thank you. You know, you're the only person who told me it's okay for not liking that. Um, I've been called a dick butt by Super Casey. Oh, wow. I, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I I can't remember what Night Mage called me the first time, but I mean, like he he was pretty upset about it. Yeah. Um, the the co-hosts I used to have on the show uh, were surprised by it, but it's like, it's like I so mean, if why? It, why don't you like it? It's not good. Uh, all right, like that's <laughs> I mean, I, a little vague. Like, why isn't it good? I I don't know. I mean, it's just. <sighs> I don't know. There's just something about it. I, just, I like I wa I, I watched it and I gave it the benefit of the doubt. I just I just couldn't I couldn't get drawn into like the movie like in any way. It just it 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 was just boring to me. Well, do you like fairy tales usually? Yeah, I, I like I like you know I like you know goofy shit. But I mean like this was just I mean this was like <laughs> it's kind of like that one movie, and I I know I talked about it uh, earlier this year. That uh, my, that Monty Python movie, uh, Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. Yeah, that one. Okay. It was kind of like that. It was just really boring. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, like, I I like older movies and I like fairy tale movies and stuff like that. But for some reason, like movies like that, like I just I kind of watch. And I'm just like I don't know what people see in it. That like draws them into it, and like I know, like a lot of times you told me like it's a nostalgia thing. So it was like one of the things like if I may have seen it like when I was younger, that you know maybe it, I'd have a different view on it now. But the fact that the first time I saw it was uh, like at the end of last year, at 28 years old, it just doesn't draw you in as if you were to see it when you're like nine, ten years old and continuously watch it, you know, as time goes on. Because a lot of people tell me it's more of a nostalgia thing. It's more of a, like, you know, like, you know, you see it as a child and you grow up and everything, you still have that same view. Kind of like the Goonies. Like, people yeah. look at the Goonies like it's a good movie because they saw it in their childhood and then they grow up and they, like, I, I, I'm not fan like of the Goonies. You don't like the Goonies either? <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, it's just, they just, I don't know. I just, I can't get myself drawn into them. But I have That's seen movies, right. like, when I was younger, like, I'm a huge fan of Westerns. A uh, huge fan of Clint Eastwood movies and stuff like that. I used to watch those as a kid. Growing up, I still love those movies, but then people don't understand why. And I think I think it's just the, the nostalgia thing. I mean, yeah. I, I get I get Goonies. I get it has a you know a funny like you know aspect to it and everything. But I guess just watching it, like you know, I think I watched like half of it once when I was like twelve, and I just I didn't find it funny, so I let it go. And I tried to watch it as an adult, but it's just not good. That's fair. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, whether you're wrong or not, you know. Well, I, uh, I, know, I know I'm not wrong. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I'm just honest. I don't, I don't think anyone else is, you know, I don't think anyone else wants to admit that these movies aren't good. Oh, I completely and 100% disagree. I love them. I think the writing's pretty spectacular, and I think the humor is, uh, you know, uh, just on point, so... I'm going to yeah. disagree with you. And just to back this up, I have had a movie podcast for the last three years. So I'm not just talking out of my ass. I know quite a bit about cinema. You've had a, you've had a movie podcast? Really? Well, well tell me about your uh, movie podcast. It's called Screen Heroes. And uh, we review uh, a lot of films. We talk about um, when there's not a film out that we want to review. We mainly discuss uh, superhero sci-fi and fantasy genres but we also uh, talk about some classics and we pitch our own films we rank uh, films we talk about our favorites that kind of thing so yeah oh. that's that's what i do 
I, you know, I, and I'm, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to say that you don't have knowledge about movies then, because if, <laughs> if you sit there, if you sit there and make a podcast about it, then you must have some pride into it. So, I mean, and, and it's like you said, it is difference of opinions and, you know, yeah. you're, you're entitled to hate bad movies. Just, um, you know, as I have the right to hate bad movies. So, yeah. you know, yeah. So, I mean, it's totally cool. You know, I mean, I, I'm not going to judge you on uh, your poor choices, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm totally kidding. It's not. It's not a bad movie. It's just not a movie for me. And that's I, fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I'm gonna cosplay Princess Buttercup and dedicate it to you, and everybody's gonna think it's really sweet, and you're gonna be like, "Man, that bitch Ray." <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "Nah, now I feel like a dick." <laughs> <laughs> but no, I. I mean, I. Well, hopefully, hopefully, you know, I can I can catch up with you at a, a convention or something like in person because I'd love to. I, I've been trying to meet with like Super Casey for years because she was on my show like two years ago and last year or something like that. I've been trying to meet up with her and she's like everywhere in the world. I just never really make it out, but I would definitely want. I, I would definitely love to meet up with you guys in person and kind of talk with you like you know one on one, so we can actually have a sit down conversation about like you know these these horrible movie choices. And... <laughs> all right, all right. So let's let's get into this and figure out who really has the horrible taste. Uh, do you watch the Marvel films? I yeah, I I, okay. I own I own uh, oh fifteen out of twenty of them. So, which one is your favorite? You know, I had a conversation about this uh, a couple weeks ago with uh, a podcaster, Clint, and when he asked me that, um, I was torn between uh, Captain America: The First Avenger or um, Thor: Ragnarok, but okay. honestly. But honestly, like now that I was going back and watching a couple of them, like, and before I said this, I never watched Spider Man Homecoming. Um, so I didn't have like an ability to rank that one, but that one was actually pretty good. And that's pretty close to the top for me as far as the Marvel movies that were released. But Thor Ragnarok is probably still my favorite just because of how much humor and everything was put into it. So obviously, I'd say Ragnarok would be my number one favorite. All right. All right. That's, that's respectable. Yeah, what, you know. what's, what's yours? Uh, Winter Soldier. Mm. I absolutely love spy thrillers, and to see one so well done like that in a superhero setting, I was just really impressed. As I feel like um, Winter Soldier might have been a game changer. Before that, we had seen straight up uh, origin stories or mm-hmm. uh, fall from graces when it comes to superheroes, and this kind of brought in a whole new genre of things. Yeah, I gotcha. So, um, what's your least favorite then out of the twenty that have already been released? Oh man. So, Iron Man two was very bad. It's very very bad. And so is Thor the Dark World. But I think I enjoy watching Thor the Dark World just a slightly more because I'm more physically attracted to Chris Hemsworth than I am Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Both are pretty bad. <laughs> and so it comes down to who I think looks better. I guess that's a good way to rank movies is the sex appeal of the lead actor. When it comes down to 20 of them, yeah. If I have to put 20 in order and that's what it comes down to, then yeah, that's that's what it comes down to. 
Uh, no, and that's fine. That's fine. It's like you said, I mean, it's it's your own personal ranking. Uh, me and Clint, uh, the other podcast, we're actually going to rank the 20 uh, movies from worst to best. We're doing 20 through 11 on my show and then 10 through 1 on his show. I'm not sure when. Hopefully before Miss Marvel comes out in March. But, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I hope you give a listen to that so you could, uh, you know, bastardize my uh, ranking because you probably won't agree with me. So yeah. that is actually a panel that I put on at conventions is rank the MCU because it's a lot of fun to get a whole bunch of people involved. We've done it just by shouting out things and we've also done it bracket style and both have been a lot of fun. Um, we, uh, the first time we did it, Iron Man was picked as the best and that we did just mm-hmm. on our podcast with uh, my two other hosts and a guest. And then, the last time we did it at a panel, it was uh, Infinity War that was ranked the highest. So uh, it changes every time there's a new audience. And I I kind of just stand up there and argue with them for the sake of humor. But I really just have a lot of fun getting people involved in that. Because I truly don't believe that any of them are objectively bad movies. I just think that some are, you know absolute classics and will go down in cinema history and others are just saturday tbs popcorn films you know yeah no um i i love 19 of them uh the hulk movie i wasn't a huge fan of though i like the hulk a little bit more than the average person i've realized talking to some other people uh, mm-hmm. others just weren't a fan I think I just liked the overall storyline. I would have switched out the casting for sure. I'm a much bigger fan of Mark Ruffalo and his Hulk than Edward Norton's Hulk. Yeah. And well, uh, we I rewatched every one of them uh, before Infinity War, and Hulk just doesn't hold up CGI wise, which is really sad considering just three months beforehand Iron Man was out, and it still looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, depending on when I do um, do this uh, show with Clint, I mean, if, if you're free and would love to come on and rank them with us, I'd love to have you. Oh, man, that would be so much fun. I would love to do that. Right? I mean, I, I think it'd be one of the things where you could, like, you know, we, we'd have a tiebreaker, you know? We would just vote on, you know, this and just rank it uh, down and everything. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I would be down to do that. That's great. I'm, I'm going to make that note. So hopefully when I get a hold of Clint and everything, uh, we can kind of figure out when we're going to do this so we can get that set up. Yeah, that sounds great. Cool. Um, so coming into uh, 2019, uh, do you have any uh, conventions that you have set up now that you know about uh, coming up that you want people to know? Uh, I'm not really announcing my cons just yet. I have two on the books so far. I'm still waiting to hear back from some others, but Next year, I am going on kind of a traveling hiatus. I'm only doing uh, probably five shows maximum next year. Okay. Because I don't know if I've publicly announced this or not, but next year I am getting married. So that is going to take a lot of my time and money and energy. So uh, I'm going to still, you know, cosplay at the same level, still do as many costumes. I'm just not going as many places. There's going to be more of an internet presence. That's awesome. Congratulations. Well, thank you. If you didn't announce that uh, publicly, I'm glad it was done here on my show. Oh, great. That's really cool. Congrats. So, uh, Well, thank you very much. 
so as far as wedding planning and stuff, are, are you guys going to cosplay your uh, wedding parties and stuff? We have a Disney-esque theme. All of my okay. bridesmaids and myself are wearing, like, modern ball gowns in, like, the same mm-hmm. colors as the princesses and stuff. But we thought about cosplaying. It's just, it, it's, we're doing it outdoors in August, so it's probably not oh, going to wow. be the best idea. That's pretty cool. Does, uh, so is your fiancé, is he into the cosplaying too, or he doesn't do it uh, so much? That is how we met. Actually, it was at a cosplay event, but he actually runs the uh, podcast network that I'm on, so that takes most of his time. He cosplays like maybe three or four times a year for fun at certain conventions, but definitely doesn't do it at the same intense level that I do. That's cool. Do you mind sharing what the uh, the podcast network is? Yeah, it's called the Heroes Podcast Network. Okay, and Screen Heroes is your podcast. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. So where uh, where can uh, where can our listeners find you on social media? So I am at Siren Ray on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Instagram is used for quick pics. You get all my selfies and stories, and I like to curate my pictures to look really pretty on my board facebook is used uh to write long crazy posts about my costumes and twitter is used mainly to shit talk (laughs) (laughs) awesome so if uh, people want to become a patron of yours and everything how do they go about doing that patreon.com slash siren ray i love doing patreon and it's just a quick way to get my content sooner um a little bit faster you get monthly rewards either digitally or physically so uh not a ton of sauciness on there per se but just extra and sooner awesome well ray i do appreciate you coming on the show and uh taking time out to kind of talk with me about uh your your career as far as podcasts and everything and also your uh love for movies Oh, thank you very much for having me. I would love to come back on whenever you want. And, you know, um, if you want cosplayers, I'll throw some your way. I've got the in with a few. Yeah, absolutely. If if you can think of any cosplayers that would love to come on the podcast or anything, just uh, let me know who they are and I'd love to uh, reach out to them. Sure, absolutely. Perfect. Well, thank you again for coming on. Uh, We are going to plug a... Where the hell are those people that give me money for doing things? Uh, sponsor. Oh, sponsors. Yeah, I'm going to plug a sponsor and we'll be right back. With Christmas time coming up just around the corner, you want to do what you can to offer the best gift to your loved ones. And what is a better way to tell your loved ones that you love them than getting them a high quality tie? From WeAreDeputized.com. It is the website where you can buy a high quality tie for just $15, ladies and gentlemen. Different uh, patterns, different stripes. You know, it's a, it's the best place to go if you're trying to find that nice neck piece for your loved one. Um, you just spend $15, go to the uh, checkout. If you use the promo code FREAKIN, F-R-E-A-K-I-N, at checkout, you save on shipping. So you are purchasing a tie for just $15. You can buy two, di- two ties for 30 bucks. So on and so forth, on and on and on and on and on and on. Check out WeAreDeputized.com where you can get the best quality tides you can for the best price that uh, obviously we can afford in uh, the times that we are living in right now. So we'll go to WeAreDeputized.com, 
pick a high quality tie, throw it in that cart, go to checkout, use the uh, promo code FREAKIN, F-R-E-A-K-I-N, and you save on shipping. That's wearedeportize.com. All right, guys, I want to uh, thank again Siren Ray for coming on this show, taking the time out of her busy day, especially around the holiday season. It's got to be hell for everybody. So the chance that she, um, the opportunity that I got to sit down with her, really, I appreciate it very much. I'm super happy that I got a chance to do that, and I hope I get her back on again. Uh, it's either talk more about podcasts or cosplaying or to come and uh, be a guest on the podcast as we rank Marvel movies. And I guess I am now 0 for 3 with cosplayers on the uh, movie Princess Brides. I have um, I have no idea why people love this movie. It makes no sense to me. And I, uh, I don't have the time in my life to sit there and try to figure it out. So more power to you guys for loving that movie. Uh, I could be a dick butt, I guess. Um, Super Casey, hopefully we get to talk uh, during this uh, cosplay series. And who knows? It's like uh, Siren Ray said. Maybe she knows a couple cosplayers who would be interested in coming on the show. Maybe I'll extend the cosplay series a little bit longer. I don't know. It just depends on who we get on. Uh, I have a couple more that I'm hoping to get on. If not, the, the series is going to continue as long as I get cosplayers to come on and do this. So hopefully there's more. If you are a cosplayer yourself and want to come on the show, let me know. I'm here. Love to have you on. Uh, before I close the show out, obviously, I got to give you guys my freaking thinking uh, for the week. And uh, the only thing I'm thinking about right now, especially uh, coming up towards the end of this week, is the fact that I am starting a new job this coming Monday. Um, really nervous about it, but I'm really excited about it because it's a whole new opportunity. It's a way to sit there and, you know, make more of my life than where I'm at right now. And not to say that the work that I've been doing for the last year and a half at the other company was for nothing, that I wasn't achieving anything, because I absolutely was. They gave me an opportunity to do something great there, and that's something that I can never take away from them. But this is this is a different this is a different kind of company. It's it's a bigger company, more of a national company that uh, I'm going to be a part of, and I'm really excited to be um, involved in everything that uh, they have to offer for me as I uh, take on my new role at their company. So I'm really excited about that. So next week is going to be great. Following that is uh, Christmas, so um, I'm really excited for that too. So it's uh, it's gonna be a good next uh, few weeks and everything. And obviously, uh, coming up in uh, the end of the year, January 31st is the uh, annual travesty uh, New Year's Eve party that I have with my friends and family and stuff like that. So that's gonna be pretty cool too. So the end of the year is uh, is really great. Keto diet. Um, I mentioned to you guys before that I am doing the keto diet. I have uh, been on the keto diet uh, on and off uh, over the year, uh, more time off than on lately, which definitely needs to change because I have goals I got to reach. I have goals that I need to meet and exceed and go above and beyond, and I can't do that if I am being lazy. So um, I'm jumping back into the keto pretty hardcore. Uh, my mom, who's been an amazing supporter of this and everything, just got me a sample pack of some keto foods, uh, some uh, some muffins of different flavors, and uh, keto uh, burgers. So, or burger buns, not not burgers, buns. So I'm very excited to you know, sample those, try those and everything. Uh, getting more involved in my uh, journal entries that I do at WordPress, which if you want to check that out. Go to thisfreakingjourney.wordpress.com and you can give a read to those. I've been doing it throughout the year. Again, because of the summer and everything, I took a break from that, just like I took a break from podcasting. But luckily, the fall and winter uh, gave me an opportunity to kind of jump back into everything that I was doing. 
So I'm really excited to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, check it out. Uh, this freaking journey at Word, just this freaking journey wordpress.com. Check out my journey uh, through my dieting. Also, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at this freaking show. You go to this freaking show.com. You can contact us through there. You can check out all the amazing guests uh, that we have had on the show, such as Siren Ray, and um, links to all their stuff on there. Check them out and everything. See what they've been up to and everything. And hopefully, we get uh, a lot of those guests back on because it's always fun to talk to them. Reach out to me through our website, this freaking show.com, at the comment section, contact section. Holy shit, it's been a long day. This freaking show.com at the contact section, or you can email me at this freaking show at yahoo.com, or you can message me on Facebook. Either way, you can reach out to me. If you want to be a guest on the show, you have a comment on the show, um, a suggestion on the show, anything you want, um, just reach out to me. I'm willing to sit there and uh, have you guys come on and kind of learn uh, a little bit more about the uh, fans that I have for the show. As always, I am Travis D. Thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.